0: Hey mama, I have something that I've been dying to tell you and well, it's finally time. You're never gonna guess it though. Okay, look, do you remember this time last year when we threw the most amazing Inner Feminine Beast in-person event? (laughs) Well, yeah, you guessed it. We're gonna do it again. Oh my gosh, I am so pumped and I'm excited because it's for you. You have to be there because look, things are changing. You are changing and the way that you make sales in your business has to change. Because let's be honest, what got you to where you're at, isn't going to get you to where you want to be at seven figures. You have your six figure business. Now you've had successful launches and you've been expanding your team, right? Well, let's talk about it. How do we get here? This level of success was based on doing metrics and doing a step-by-step system and having a specific strategy for one of your previous coaches. But here's the thing, we just said it, times are changing, the industry is changing, you are changing. So what are you going to do about it? How do you continue to pivot? How do you continue to grow? How are you going to continue to elevate? And how are you going to continue to evolve? Introducing IFB Evolution. The in-person event happening October 27th in Orlando, Florida. A one-day immersion with my hands on your business in a room full of IFBs. Women who are looking to up-level, to lead the leaders, to own it, to claim it, to have that seven-figure business. It is your turn, mama. It's time to evolve. IFB Evolution happening October 27th in Orlando. I want to see you there. Welcome to the Inner Feminine Beast Podcast, where I'm teaching you how to be the highest version of yourself that has the power, strength, courage, and clarity to claim the life you desire and have it emerge through here in the physical. This podcast will empower you to use the laws of the universe and align with your intuition to create big wins in business by teaching winning sales strategies and wealth practices, my secrets to healthier relationships, better health, and living like the fierce woman you are. I'm your host, Cynthia Stant, a dedicated student to metaphysics, a self-made millionaire, and a CEO. Let's get it going and unleash your inner feminine beast. Hello, hello, IFB. Today is another amazing inner feminine beast interview. So this is pretty cool. The guest that we have today, I've known for about five years, I think, Um, you know, we never were super connected, but I always, she stood out, you know, she's somebody that you just always knew was going to make it and and impact so many people and do it her own way. I love that about her. Um, I've secretly been cheering for her on the sidelines for years as well. And then, you know, that magical thing happened. And I talk about this all the time and people think it's crazy. How do you get your guests? How do you, you know, have such an amazing lineup? It all starts with the DM. It's literally just a friendly DM. Uh, Just remember, it's about people. DM stands for direct message. Go directly to them, start chatting. And since then, you know, I've been on her podcast. We've done an amazing live together. And of course I had to return the favor because I know you all are going to love her. Today's guest is Miss Mary Morgan, a business growth strategist and online business mentor. She had $100 to her name three years ago and had her first $100,000 cash month in 2022. Now, she learned a lot building her business from $100 to her name in 2018 to $80,000, $100,000, $130,000 cash months over and over again. She started her business by getting on over 165 sales calls before closing a single client. Doing all the old marketing tactics she was taught in the corporate world. When your work can only be experienced to be understood, how do you even sell that? This was a revolutionary thought that changed her life completely. She created a new wave of marketing with a focus on exper- I can say this, experiential, there we go, and identity marketing. Mary works with entrepreneurs around the globe on topics like femme communication, magnetic selling experiential marketing building a world-renowned brand she now sells multi-thousand-dollar packages inside of her inbox with no back and forth conversations no sales pages with no um, sales calls either so of course i had to have her on the show welcome to the show mary so happy to have you here
1: thank you so much for having me on i love
0: that now here's the thing i covered quite a bit in the bio but the first question i always love to ask is what is the real story How do we get to where you're at in your business, where you're at now?
1: Yeah. Where, where do we begin? So (laughs) you got to shorten it
0: up, I'm sure. But what led to, you know, the pivotal moments, the, the big ah ahas, the things that were down in the dumps, how did we get to where we're at? I think it's important for our listeners to always hear that's not just rainbows, butterflies, and Prince Charmings. Yeah,
1: (laughs) totally. Totally. I mean, when I first started I I initially had a graphic design business and that was doing really well. It was super successful. And I remember I had peers who asked me like, how are you selling multi-thousand dollar brand packages? And I'm struggling to sell a $150 logo. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then I started to realize that was my gift. I was always good at selling. I was always good at marketing. As a kid, like I would sell coupons to my parents and I remember being like, it's it's a dollar. I mean, the coupon's two dollars off, but you get to save a dollar and like doing the whole thing. So I always had that in my blood, in my spirit. And I back in 2018 or so remember hearing about the coaching industry. And I was like, you can get paid to teach things. Like, how is that even a thing? Like I only thought it was some sort of a delivery. So I in my mind didn't understand what that was. And before I knew it, I was in LA at an event, all on coaching. And I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. I was doing it for free anyways for my current graphic design clients and helping them bring on more clients just because it was something I was doing. And then fast forward, I invested $6,000 into my first mentor. And I remember being like, I'm going to be the best student. I'm going to show up on every call. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to, like, whatever's required, I'm going to do it. And I did, I got on 165 sales calls before closing a single client. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Were you literally yeah. telling them or is this like a really good estimation? I have a feeling you were
1: telling yeah. them. I was, <laughs> I was. Yeah. I said, I'm going to know because I promise you, I was like, I'm going to tell like whoever, whatever podcast I end up on, whatever sp- you know stage I end up on, I'm going to say I got on X number of calls and this was the amount that was person number, whatever. So it was 165. And when she did invest a couple hours later, she wanted a refund. So I had my first sale and first refund (laughs) within that day. It was, I remember it was my fiance's birthday. We were heading down to well, husband now heading down to medieval times. And I was like, babe, how exciting is this? You know, we get to celebrate your birthday. I got my first sale today. And as we're heading downtown, I got that message And it just crushed me. I was like, I I, like, just the feeling of you put so much into something. When is it finally going to click? When is it finally going to work? So I remember being at this point where I was like, okay, I'm going to invest. I need to invest. I need to keep going. Like I I got this far. I'm not stopping here. So I invested $20,000 to work with a mentor for a year. And I remember that decision changed my life because of how I made it. I was like, this might work. This might not work quote unquote work. Cause what does that even mean? Right. But to me, it was like, if I actually get a result quickly. So I was like, this might bring an ROI right now. It might not right now, but I'm going to do this anyways. So it was really the first moment I feel in my life that I actually took my power back. And I took ownership of my decisions. I took ownership of I'm responsible for my results. Like I just shifted how I saw things And then that was my first six-figure year in my coaching business. It was really like I started to own who I was. And then, you know, fast forward a a couple of years, I built a team to six, seven people, full-time staff members doing live events, doing live workshops almost every other month or so. And really like booking my sales calendar, doing the thing. And I just remember feeling so exhausted all the time. Like even just sitting on the couch, I would lean back and I was like, why am I still tired? Like I would be day one on an event and I was tired. I would get on a sales call. Like it was just a lot. And I sat there and I thought to myself, my first high ticket sale ever was I was a sales intern. I was 19 at a fur salon and this woman walked in, she put on a jacket. And as she put on the jacket, I was like, you look gorgeous in that. And then she just, like, rolled her eyes at me. And then she put on another jacket. I was like, you look amazing in that. And then she was like, can you effing stop that? And I saw it in her eyes, like, the anger. I was like, okay. Like, we're leaving this woman alone. And I saw this really gorgeous long pink fur jacket. I put it on. Totally your vibe. Oh, <laughs> put yeah. it on. And... I just pictured myself. I was like, I'm editor in chief of Vogue, Anna Wintour, who I have a Starbucks in hand walking through the streets of New York. And I feel someone tap my shoulder and she says, where did you get that jacket? And that was my first high ticket sale. So when I really looked back at this point in my business, I'm sitting at my desk, I'm exhausted. I just remembered my gift has always been magnetism in graphic design. It was magnetism in this. It was magnetism. So why am I doing all these things to force people to come in, who then I ended up building like a whole other story, just people who came in who were just not my people. So it was not just the front end that was hard. It was like the back end was a hot mess. Bringing people in was a hot mess. So it just brought me to this moment of that is actually the gift.
0: I love that. You know, this is so cool because you are willing to see it differently and that's like the big part of this. It's, you know, um, your gift is magnetism. It's like, you own that you claim that, you know, that, and you had to go through a lot of shit to figure that out. But I think that's interesting because my gift is connection. Like I, you know, I've never been somebody to have a ton of followers. You know, I've never really posted a bunch of shiny stuff or cool stuff. Like, but I'm always behind the scenes kind of knowing the people and understanding that power proximity and the spice girl effect we're just better together And uh, I always know somebody, you need somebody, I know somebody, let me help you. And it always just comes full circle, but it's like, I've been able to hone those things and, and, and bring that into what I do. And I understand like the cool thing here too, is there's a million ways to make money. Like if you don't love launching and you feel like it's not fun and you don't feel good doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. Like when I do it, I love it. And it just comes natural for me. Like that's my jam, but like, there's other ways to make money. And you're like, okay, let me look at this differently. Let me play with this differently. And you have, you really, I feel like I'm not just saying this. I feel people really recognize you as one of the greatest marketers like out there in our, in the online coaching industry. Like people talk about you. They notice you. Um, I call that being an it girl and it's not just like celebrity factor. It's somebody who's really owning it, claiming it and, and being it. And you have this here, which I wanted to highlight because I clearly can't even say it correctly, <laughs> but experiential, right. And identity marketing. Yeah. What exactly is that? And this is something that you've really focused on. Can you share a little bit more about what that is and, and what you're doing um, to totally. do this style of marketing?
1: Yeah. So one of the biggest things for me has been like, if I can only like, if you can only experience my work to actually get it, how do you sell that? Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not like, here's a DM flow. It's not, here's a process thing. It's like, there's so much to it that when you feel it, you know it, and then you're obsessed. Mm -hmm. So then I started creating these little like low ticket events and low ticket, um, just products that people could purchase and get into. So I started to, this was maybe at the back end of 2021. I remember having my first thing where it was like a three day couple hundred dollars, uh, program, And then what shocked me was the amount of people who bought that and then bought an upsell and then started buying VIP stuff and this and this and this. And I was like, hold on, we just went from having like for two, three years straight, you know, 20K, 30K, 40, like having that be the income, but never hitting 80K, 90K, you know, six figure months and then doing this. And then all of a sudden it was like, a business explosion. And it made so much sense because now I'm like, like, I don't need to sell. You go through a program, you hear me talk about something and you're buying things yourself. So like, now that is my norm day to day is like, I'll be walking Joey, my dog, and like sales are coming in. I'll be, you know, sleeping and new sales are coming in. And, And it's just a normal thing. And what I felt was like, people would come into this experience, experience my work, And then they would continue to move into things and things. So like that was one piece. And it was also bringing it in the front end in my content. So like when people read one post, like I often will have someone say, I read one thing I want to work with work with you. Tell me about private coaching. So it's like, there is the magnetism that's all over. And my true belief is everyone is magnetic. It's not just that it's my gift. It's also yours. Like, although you say it's like You know, communicating and all of that too. I think it's also magnetism because someone could be amazing in the DMs, but then if no one wants to continue that connection with you, they won't. So I feel like we all have our magnetism. We were born worthy, wealthy, wild, free, all the things. And then somewhere down the line, you know, I often say like the polka dot skirt and the frilly dress no longer was a thing and we lost our magic. So it's a remembering of who we are, it's a remembering of our magnetism.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you know what? This is so funny, but I completely agree with you. It's like, I it was May that I changed everything. I I only had like premium luxury tier offers. Like the most affordable thing I had was 36,000. And I remember I just woke up. It was, you know, it's like, I it probably happens to you too. Middle of the night is like zing crap. Like, where's a journal? I need to write this down. And um, I'm a God girl. So I just remember I was like, uh-huh, really? You sure? All right, I'll do it. It's happening. And, you know, we decided to make our work much more accessible, much more affordable. And, you know, I think some people- we're like, oh, like, but you were premium luxury. I'm like, well, first of all, I can hold the weight of all of it because I've gotten to this point. At the same time, it's not necessarily about creating downsells. It's about really thinking about a client's journey and like how they come in and how do you earn trust? And it can be at an earlier point where they can move up or people can come in at any part of that. Um, But like you said, it's interesting because you talked about the boutique, but I was just talking about this the other day. When you go shopping, And you know, it's like, you go past that window again and again, you're like, damn, I'm going to go in that store when I have time. Oh my gosh. I know it's expensive. I'm going to drop a shit ton when I'm in there, but like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And you finally do it. And if that old lady's like, hello, what are you looking for today? You know, you're like, oh God, no. And she's like, do I need to get a room, Freddie? What size are you? What color are you looking for? Like, you're like, oh my God, leave me alone. And you're shopping. You're literally looking over your shoulder and she's breathing on you. It's not this fun experience. People want to shop people also love to be upgraded. This is like this thing that people don't understand. They always think like, what's my downsell? What's my downsell? i like, that's just your fear, your belief system, your limitations. Like so many people love to be upgraded. Think about like, this is what you offer. How do you give more? And I think you're, you're doing that and your Mary Morgan way, which I love. And it's kind of, we are too, but it's, it is still different, but I, it's fun to explore what you have going on, but yeah, walk into the store, let them shop let them realize there's a whole back area, you know, slowly magnetize them to that, but like, don't push them and force them. I agree. And I think
1: the other thing too, I was going to say is like, people are smart. So like at the end of the day, like they can upgrade themselves. So like when we started adding upgrades, like you're saying, like on our sales pages, 50 to 80% of people actually did upgrades. Mm -hmm. Like instead of going with like, Here's option one. It was like they would go through that. And then they're like, wait, let me also do these things. And then it's like, oh, wait, I could just credit this into this higher level tier. Let me just do that. So there was that. Of course, you're always going to have the people who just see you and they just want to go all in. Like you were saying, you're like, my packages are 36K. Boom, they're going to go from here to here. But they're also the people who... And we're also like based on the market that we're in right now, like there's a maturity. It's not like the coaching industry is new and, oh my gosh, e-learning, what is this? Right. So it's like, people know what this is. They've been burned in the past. Like there's all of that. So when someone comes in to a lower tier with me, they are blown away. And when I remember I had mainly high ticket offers like you as well, Um, mine were 10, 20 ish K for the year and that was like my main thing that people would get into. And if someone wasn't ready for that, it was kind of like, well, what else are you going to give them? Maybe a one-off session, but they don't want that. So I didn't really have many options. And I agree, people love to shop. Like we love to, you know, put lots of things in our cart and shop and like be in that full experience. So when I started to really look strategically, I noticed that oh my gosh, if if two clients drop out of my you know, 20K program or three clients default or whatever, like it's a big income jump. Like it's a big distinction and I feel it, but when you've got subscriptions that are low ticket, mid ticket, high ticket premium, it doesn't even matter if people drop off or people come in, like it doesn't affect anything. Yeah. So it makes a huge difference.
0: I remember, um, I launched this program. And it, it was something I was so proud of. And I remember before I did the actual presentation and invitation for everyone, um, I was pulling into my driveway. And as I was pulling, in, I was like, oh, that's a great idea. We'll do that today. <laughs> like it happened. And I was like, let's do an upgrade for everybody. And I remember the price point was $1,500 a month. And I was like, for this little thing that requires little from me, but like is a lot of value, we'll add an extra $500 a month and it'll be 2000. Maybe, maybe somebody will do it. The first 10 people wanted the upgrade. And I was like, cap it, cap it, cap it. We got to stop because I can't handle it. But I remember being like, wow, way to look at it like differently. Like people don't want the downsell. If they, if you're doing what you're doing and you're a woman really showing up and you're dedicating your life to this, like people can feel that, like you said, you're magnetizing them. They want to work with you. So like, think about ways that you can upgrade that make it a beautiful lifestyle for you too. you are not constantly drowning in it, but at the same time, like people want to be upgraded. I I think that's really special. I want to talk about a post that you just did that really kind of talks about this as well, because I have a fun story and I want you to share your story. Um, Cause I think the listeners are going to be like, thank you for helping me to see it differently. But you just had a post that said that um, a client of yours, she bought $300, a $300 offer. And then hours later, she paid 50,000. What happened? I want like, that's exactly what we're talking about here, but yeah. W- what happened in that actual story? So people can understand how this actually works.
1: Yeah. So, and I made this post because I have people in my audience who were like, low ticket offers, cheapen your brand, cheapen your uh, company. I'm like, oh my gosh, like buying $200 AirPods does not make me then question my laptop and this and that. Like in fact, Louis Vuitton sells keychains. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Louis Vuitton has keychains. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So You know, it's such a misconception that people who buy low ticket or low ticket shoppers or like just seeing people as like, I'm sure you've seen those posts that are like $500 client. So what are all the details? When do we begin? How does it work? Send me the link. Oh, $50,000 client payment sent. Mm -hmm. Although that can be true. I often find that a lot of if you speak to the right person, no matter what they're investing in you, they're the right person. Like it's not the weirdness that comes up. So this woman paid $300 to join a program. And it was so interesting because when she desired private mentorship, it was 50K for a shorter term. And I asked her, I'm so curious, like if we were to get on a sales call before, before you actually opted in and you did all this stuff, were you thinking about joining someone's private coaching? Like, where was your head at? And she was like, no. I am doing this right now. Like it's not the right time for me to get into private. If I were to get on a call, it it wouldn't make sense for me to do this, but I saw this offer. It made sense. I wanted to learn about this strategy. I heard how you talked about it. You're my person. And then I did it simple as that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. And I think you do a really great job at this is that, you know, who lights you up. Like you said, you know, your person. And I think when people get lost in pleasing everybody. They lose everyone. You know, it's like, oh, but I can help you. And I can help her. It's true. I can help like women who are getting to their first six figures or what my clients are multiple seven, but I understand that there's different containers. And when I am thinking about who you are, I understand the individual that belongs in each one of those. And as your consultant, as your coach, if you honestly, I had a woman the other day say, I want to join this program. And I told her no. And I was like, you don't belong there. Even though that one costs more, like that you're not going to get the results there. But I know after talking to you and where you're at and where your goals are, that you belong over here. And like, people appreciate that. They're like, you know, as your consultant, they trust that, but you really do a great job at speaking to your dream client, as I like to call it. Um, Avatar does not, sounds way too bro for me, but uh, that's a big part of it. And the thing is, I don't know how you feel about this, but I truly believe that all of my past clients, my current clients, my clients that I'm going to have, they are 100%... Soul contracts. Like I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're we're meant to work together. And when I, I see you, even if you can't see for yourself, I'll be patiently waiting for you. I can feel the zinc factor. Like I know that's my girl. Like I feel that. Do you ever feel that way?
1: Yeah, totally. And and you know, I could totally bring this in a really woo direction. But okay. I've had moments where you know, there's a specific event and I'm like, I know there are 11 people who are going to join this. And I knew exactly the 11 in my mind. And those are the ones who joined. And it wasn't people who necessarily commented on everything and were super visible, but just like you're saying, like, I just felt something within them. And I was like, those 11 specifically, like those are the ones. And then at the end of that, I was like, how the hell did that happen? But it's like, obviously we can't, we can't calculate magic and miracles. It just does.
0: Absolutely. I'm so glad that you said that. And it's all about energetics. And we're gonna talk about that in a second. But um, I wanted to share my quick story. So the listeners have a different perspective of how something really low went to like really big. So this is when I first started. And when I first um, started my company, I had a non compete. So I couldn't even teach my jam, which is business sales. Um, and so I really kind of taught more of the spiritual aspects of it, meditation and mindset and, you know, manifestation. Um, and so I remember it was my first year in business. And I, it was Christmas time, and I, I'm a meditation person, so I'm like, when do people need to meditate the most? During Christmas holidays, right? Because you have the the in-laws coming, cooking, kids shopping, money, all this money going out, all these things. So I, first time ever, only time ever, I was like, let me do a one month program just to support women in meditation. And at the time, my most affordable program was over 10,000. So I said, we're going to make this program $555. And I was like, it is going to sell out. It's going to be amazing. We're going to get so many people in it. And we got two, two people. And I remember being like, "What? like, what the hell? Like, you know, so many people like, I can't afford you someday when you have the right thing. Blah, blah, blah. So we created this and I don't, I don't know why, but that's not the point. The $1,111, the wrong woman, the wrong leader would have been like, fuck, like, damn it. That really sucks. Like we screwed up. Now we have to do all this work for just two people. Like I'm dedicating all this time. There's only two people. I feel like the real IFB, a woman who's a real leader understands service and understands that these people, you know, just because of the other things, they fully are committed, like you still fully commit. And we just focused on serving. And at the end of their time, we, we chatted with them and talked about them, what would be the next best steps that they would like to move forward with us. And one of them ended up joining the 10,000 plus dollar program. And the other became a private client for 50,000. And so something that was 1,111, if I looked at it like, you know, it could have just stayed there. And also I could have had bad reviews and a bad reputation from it, or you can show up fully and just remember like every time that somebody swipes a card, it's not just the money. It's you getting to be able to be part of their story, part of their success. You can look at it in two different ways. And when you show up in the right energy, watch how it comes back. And I just remember that story was like, it was because the way I chose to look at it 100%. I know that. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about the energetics because I love that you said like, oh, let's not get too woo. Holy shit. We get really woo up in here. (laughs) I love it. Um, you know, a big metaphysical background and you were talking about, you actually have five secrets to rapid hyper growth, your five secrets. Um, you had $250,000 in one year and then after really focusing on not just strategic, but the the energetics aspect of it, your next quarter quarter was 270,000. What was the difference? What was the difference? What was the difference in your energy?
1: Yeah, everything, everything. everything. Was the yeah. <laughs> so like one was just like you're saying, I'm not picturing, I'm not confusing my giving and my receiving channels. So what I give is not for what I get. And what I get is not for what I give. Those are like two completely separate things. And as you were actually sharing that, I pictured like Imagine you had a gym membership and there were only two people who entered the gym that day and they just closed down the gym. And you're like, what the hell? Why are you closing down the gym? And they're like, there's only two people here. So we're going to close down. It's like, how odd is that versus two people join and you're like giving them extra bags and like things are coming in. Like, first of all, they're going to then speak to people and they're like, oh my gosh, you guys, you've got to come to this gym that we've got the best service here. Like, it grows and it shifts so like that was one of the pieces was i just showed up from a complete level of trust and to me there's a difference between the noun and 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 the verbing of trust it's like if i'm trusting That's a very different experience than if I trust. It's like, it's something that is just me. It's Mm -hmm. like for me, it's like I've got brown hair. It's something that I just am. It's a noun. So when I trust, it's like it's within me. It's embodied in me. It feels different than the action of trusting. I am trusting. I am doing versus I just am. So like that was one huge shift for me was like really a deep level of embodiment of trust. The second was like my giving and receiving channels were disconnected. So it was like I'm giving just to fully give. And it's purely from service. Like there isn't a slight ounce or stickiness of yeah, I'm doing this so that. Cause then yeah. it starts to feel a little weird, which I'm sure you know. Um the next, which would probably be more strategic, is similar to what we were talking about with the. Offers and having different levels and experimenting um, or experiencing. So, for instance, like I've had actually a client this week who said, You know, I've got this program on mentorship that's two months that I'm promoting. I'm in the middle of it and it feels kind of flat. Like, how do I keep promoting the same thing, the same thing, the same thing? And I'm like, Well, there's five core modules that she's going into in this program. So, each of those could be sold as standalones. And then it's like, Or upgrade into the two-month mentor program. So like that's one. Two is like if she was doing a hot seat call anyways on one of the weeks for integration, sell that separately. Allow people to upgrade. She did that and she literally instantly had a a doubling of sales right away. Mm -hmm. So it's like those. Like That would be probably the biggest strategic piece is like having more opportunities with what you have. So for me, I sell more. Although I do so much less. So like I'm selling things that are in 2024 right now. And people are getting on pre-sale and getting on a wait list. So like Q1 is already getting filled up. And then this is getting filled up. So it's like you're selling more, you're speaking about things more, not necessarily doing more. Um that would be the next piece. What are we at? Three. <laughs> um and then the other would be so you actually I know we were talking about this before we jumped on this call with like the the coffee the coffee post, if you yeah, want to share. I was going to ask about it. Yeah. I just yeah. remember I was scrolling and I saw, um,
0: you put a picture of a coffee. I remember I read it, but it was like, I did all these things. Like you said, I worked my ass off. I did so many launching. I got so much phone calls that And then all of a sudden I had this moment on a coffee shop. You posted this thing about a coffee cup or coffee experience. And the next thing, you know, Oh, like this tell us the coffee story because I wanted you to bring it up today. And that's I was like, I want to understand it better and I want the everybody to hear. Totally.
1: About it. Totally. And it leads into like the quantum leaping, which is really just like I remember sitting in a coffee shop and it was in the midst of um, you know, end of 2021, early 2022-ish, where a lot of this stuff was happening. So it's like I'm testing new offers, new things are happening. And I'm sitting in a coffee shop and payments are coming in. As I'm sipping my coffee, I just made 20 something thousand dollars. I didn't get on a sales call. I didn't post anything special, but like sales are coming in and people are purchasing things. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and I thought to myself, like, how quote unquote easy does it feel? How effortless. Does this feel? And obviously, like listeners know discernment. Like, obviously, there's work required. Like, there are things that are happening. But, like, in that moment, I just felt this complete sense of like, I didn't do a massive launch. I didn't do sales calls. I didn't DM anyone. Like, I feel like that's such a gift, honestly, for you, Cynthia. Like, I'm so introverted. So, like, DMing one person, I'm already tired. So, like, really? No, it depends. Like, voice memos, it depends. But it was just something in me of like, I like when people reach out to me and then I'll message and I'll like voice memo and like that, like that feels really good to me. I'm that kind of friend too. I don't, I don't like bug my friends. I want the friend that's like you, that's like, Hey, checking in, like, how are you? And this, yeah, like, yeah. It's just such a complimentary pair, but that was something that I realized was like, oh my gosh, like this to me is so aligned. Like I'm sitting in my magic right now. I am sitting on a pile of gold right now. So that was the moment of really realizing like, okay, I'm onto something. And for so many of my clients as well, like they're so talented, they're so gifted at the work that they do that when they just show what the work is, people buy it, but they cover that up with like, here are five ways to do this, this, this. And like, they lose their magic because now it's like getting diluted. It's going farther and farther and it just becomes so robotic.
0: Yeah. I, um, I'm so happy that you brought that up. And at the same time too, it's not like you just went and sat and had coffee and money started pouring in because you didn't do anything to get to that point. Right. (laughs) Like we have to remember, like, yes, it is so much more of who you are than what you do. And I love this idea of, like you said, like, You don't have to like label it and, and put, you know, all this special, like wording on it, but like bring people in to experience you. That's why I do so many for me in persons. That's why I love having so many meetups. Every single time that I get in somebody's presence and they plug into it, it's like, you don't even talk about who you are. They're like, how do I work with you? Right. That's like how it is for me. Um, It's, it's that word. I can't say experiential. Like I understand what you're saying, but I do think it's important that how do you address because I love my femme I love my beast, but there is like a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, you know, Mary Morgan, she just sits and I'm not saying they're saying this, but they could say <laughs> you know, um, uh, like, oh, she's just, you know, in her femme magnetism, she just drinks coffee and that's all she does. Like she's going to be my coach because I'm just going to have, you know, people pay me out of the blue too. And it's going to be like super easy. And like she said, just like effortless and flowless, and not just like how I want to run my business but I, I I feel too that you want to address like yeah it is like that at a certain point and yes I am still doing actions as well right like I know you want to address this because I think it's totally people totally. don't get it That's twisted
1: so <laughs> I just pictured myself like dancing in like the forest or something Folling like, with like da, da, that. yes flower money, to <laughs> yeah, or the money it's all good um yeah so I mean it's kind of like If, if you, you've got a bucket of water and you're waiting for rain outside to pour, right? Yeah, you could just sit there, but like, why don't you just put the bucket out there? Like, why are you sitting with the bucket? Leave the bucket. When it rains, it rains and then go inside and fill a cup of water. So like that, that's kind of it. It's like, what are the stuff that's creating magic? What's the stuff that's creating the magic and the miracles? And then I feel like a big piece of it is there is strategy. But when I really think about it, it's like strategy often is only a strategy when you look back in hindsight and realize it was a strategy. Mm -hmm. Until then, it's things that you're testing and things that you're playing with. So what I really look at is like, how can I be... Uh, more embodied in who I am and it's not just dancing in a forest and like la da da like duh (laughs) it's like so for no it's not
0: just duh because I think some people really think it so I'm making sure we say it go ahead well well,
1: let's do let's do five percent dancing in the forest and frolicking along the Swiss Alps and then the other 95 percent um what I really look at is so why do I want people to hire me like what's the intention I want them to hire me with Well, if it's for the depth of who I am, the leadership that I lead with, then how am I showing the leadership that I lead with? How am I showing the depth of who I am? So then it's, okay, well, how do I show more of that? Like, that becomes the strategy. You could show that in masterclasses. You can show that through calls. You can show that through DM. Like, it doesn't actually matter. The tactic, those are just tools. Like, if you're an artist, you use the tools that you want to use. It's not, Oh, you must use a paintbrush and acrylic paints. It's like, you could use whatever the hell you want. So there isn't a strategy to painting. And it's just the same thing.
0: I think that's so important because it's not about talking the talk. It's about walking the walk. And, you know, I say all the time, like we're 5% conscious, 95% subconscious. My mind, that means we're 5% human, 95% spirit. And even if people are not doing the inner work and understanding how to be conscious of their subconscious and all that, like people can smell fishy. Okay. And there's, Mm -hmm. you know, there's money coaches out there who are not making money. And there are dating coaches out there. If you saw behind the scenes, like they lift the curtain, they would not like that. (laughs) Um, But you are practicing exactly what you preach. And You are the living embodiment of the promise that you, of the results that you, you know, promise your clients. Um, I, I love that. What you said is showing them the things that they're looking for. Like, what are you teaching? You're showing them the examples of it. It's one thing to list it and have a really long sales page that's there to convince people. Instead,
1: it's like, let me show them the end result. Let me show them the embodiment. Um, and this I, is so important too, because yes. like, when you think about, like you just said sales pages, like for me, I don't want someone hiring me because of a sales page. Like no. I cannot write a sales page for the life of me. I can, I'm a great writer, but what I want to, No. So like when I actually think of why would I want someone to hire me? It really is. It is energetics. It's in my leadership. It's in uh, who I am. It's holding them to a higher standard. Like it's a lot of those things. So how do I show that? Well, if I go on a live and you feel it, you'll know. But if you're like, our calls 35 minutes or 37 minutes, I'm probably not your person. (laughs) I don't even know what's happening tomorrow. Like that's a big thing about me too, is like people often will buy things and they don't even know quote unquote, they don't even know what they're buying. They do. They get the vibe, but it's like they don't necessarily care if it's calls or it's audio drops. They don't care if it's a Monday or a Wednesday. They don't care the actual structure. They just want whatever it is. Like they want to be in that space. So that's one of the biggest pieces that I feel like a lot of people lack is like Why do I want people to hire me? What's the intention I want them to hire me with? And initially, when I did this, I was speaking so much about my results, my client results. I'm like, I actually don't want someone to hire me just based on numbers. Then it becomes so transactional. I want Mm -hmm. that to be like a secondary thing or third, you know, tertiary thing where you're like, oh, and like, what? You went from $100 to your name to $100. Like, what? Like yeah. I don't want that to be the the front end facing thing. And that used to be in my bio. It used to be like front and center. And now it's like I don't actually want you to hire me because of the money that I make or because of what my clients make.
0: I feel like um there there's so much curiosity and that's like what you do I love that because that's what is marketing it's that's just who you are you have me like spinning and wanting to ask you a million questions I love it um but yeah it's like you said it's your intention everything that you do is very intentional and I think that's really important I think too um a lot of the women that are coming to you are not first-time buyers like you said it's um they've been in the coaching world because some people work with You know, brand new coaches like Julie Ciardi. You you probably know Julie. She was one of our um, podcast guests. She she's like my jam is helping women who are brand new at it. You know, they love doing this. I'm one of their first coaches. Everybody's different, but what happens is, like you said, at this higher tier or after doing this for a while, you know what you're looking for, and or you know, it's not about following a system. Like you're not when you get a coach, you don't want a system because you kind of know who you are at this point for the most part. You are not looking for them to even like necessarily hold your hand. Like if you got to a certain level of success, like you got accountability down, like self-accountability, what you're looking to do is to be inspired. And you're looking to plug into someone's creativity and a different way of doing things with a woman who has the proper standards, boundaries, and is again, like being the embodiment, like you've never hired somebody and said, man, like, um, I hope this works. Like, um, you know, cause she's, dabbling or trying or figuring out. No, like she's really doing the thing. And that's what mentorship is at this level. It's it's honestly, it's hard to explain to like people who don't invest in coaching, but it's like, I'm, I want to just plug into a woman who can hold my space for me, who can hold me to a mm-hmm. standard, who is, has something inside me that triggers me. I always hire the people yeah. that really make me feel like uncomfortable because I know that's my area of growth. And so mm-hmm. it's like, you can't put your finger on it as you, you were talking about the level of trust, like there's something about trust at this level. It's all I know when I was, when I first started, it was, I knew everything, watch me, let me prove to everybody, you know, here I go, you go roar. Now at this level, all I know is that I don't actually know. Like all I know is that I don't know and I'm okay with that. And what I mean by that is I know I'm going to show up with intention. Absolutely but you really can't predict, like we have no control over anything and y- you can check your box. You can, you know, ask them all the questions, but like, you just have this feeling and you don't have to explain or put words or l- label what it is when you find your right person or that new thing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. Um, do you know what I'm saying though? Like I, do you hire people that trigger you? Like, that's what I, I always do. I find people that make me really uncomfortable and I love working with those mentors Sometimes
1: and I, always, I'm tricky, usually yeah.
0: searching for them.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's activation. Sometimes it's groundedness. Like it's, it's different things depending on like the season that I'm in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for my clients, it's the same. Some hire me cause they get triggered by me. Some it's more like I, like I'm activated in your space There's something like mm-hmm. really fiery about this. And for some, it's like a grounded con- continuity sort of a, a space. And that's, that's what I would say. Like with my mentorship, it's, it's a lot more grounded and like, there's just a solid, a solid energy is what it is. Yeah. I
0: feel like, um, my, I remember my first really big investment in a coach. Um, she, she triggered the hell out of me. I came from like super sales, keeping up with the boys, like beating all the boys. Um, and I remember seeing this woman in her stories, just like well-endowed woman. And she was always like in her bikinis and she was just kind of dancing like this. And I was like, I remember judging her and I remember being like, wait, why am I doing that? And I was like, she, cause she makes me very uncomfortable. And I was like, there's a lot of growth to happen here. And that was like one of my first really big investments. And I learned so much and not that I dance around in bikini tops now sometimes, you know, but <laughs> it's more so, um, I, 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 everything outside of you is a focal point to bring awareness of where you're at. And I think that's really, um, interesting, but then I've had people who, I had no idea, wasn't looking whatsoever, come in front of me and just blow my mind with their greatness. Like not prove anything, not there to convince me, didn't sell to me at all, where I'm just like, you're it. Like, how much are you? My last investment was 25,000 for two months. And I just, I stumbled upon her, never would have picked her out of a crowd, just blew my mind and what an amazing gift it was. So it's, it's interesting, even as a single buyer, I buy different ways. And it's just, again, like you said, giving them options and- in both cases, whether it was the trigger or the just like the magnetism, like regardless, these women that had these big big sales were just being themselves and being the best version of them. Like that's really what it's about. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Well, this is such amazing conversations. Um, you know, again, I celebrate you. And you know, this is age is just a number, but I do think it's pretty cool. You are 27 now, is that right?
1: 28 now.
0: 28 just turned 28. I think that's pretty yeah. badass. Um. I didn't start my company until I was, what, 32, I think. So I'm, I don't even know what I am. I'm turning 35, yeah, in January. So um, I just think it's awesome that you got such a head start and you're so mature you know who you are at such a young age. I love that. I was still figuring a lot of shit out then. So <laughs> I celebrate that. I think that's really cool about you, for sure.
1: Yeah, awesome. And I, I know I have clients who are, you know, 60, 70. I've got clients who are close to my age or just a little older. And I feel like it's never- like the quote-unquote right time when you're young, you're like, oh, people won't take me seriously. When you're older, you're like, oh, it's probably too late for me. So it's like it's never the right time. As you're listening to this, it's like just do the thing. Like,
0: yeah, 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 do it. I would say ninety-five percent of my clients are older than me as well, and I think that's yeah. just a great representation of what our industry is doing. Like you can come in at any point and help anyone. It's really cool, and yeah. it's never too late. It's never too late to get help or to to be working on or yourself. Too early. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, is there any final thing that you would like to share with our um, our listeners today that is just something that you really believe in, that you really want to make sure that we don't skim over if you could put it in the last thing? And of course, we'll let everybody know um, where to follow you and we'll leave other links in the descriptions too.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of what would be the most supportive. Um, I mean, I just got off a of Voxer earlier today with a client that was actually really juicy. And she said, you know, how do you stay so grounded, lack of uh, validation, lack of, um, you know, evidence, like whenever that stuff happens, how do you consistently show up in this way where you just feel really solid? And a part of that was like, you know, I know a lot of people will phrase sentences like only four people joined my program, but like, I'm all good because I'm going to serve the hell out of it, hell out of them. And it's like, They're in, they're trying to put themselves, like they're reframing their words to position like a good phrasing. But when you're solid, you don't actually have to reframe everything. Like everything is just grounded. Everything's just solid. And and she said, like, how do you do that basically? And I was like, if I knew I wanted to be the best basketball player on the planet, as an example, if I lost 40 games straight, would it matter? no, obviously not. I'm -hmm. watching the games. I'm like, Ooh, that, that would be a cool move next time. Oh, I didn't see how he went over there. Like I'm noticing things I'm getting sharper. I'm refining, but I'm anchored. I'm grounded because I have such a clear vision of where I'm going and, and what I'm here for that nothing else matters. Like the numbers and this, like it's all super surfacey. And I was running a masterclass this week called Donna, the kingdom. And this was a huge vibe, which was like, You know, we were born with regality in our bloodlines. Like when I had this vision after being in prayer with God, I was like, I just saw like African tribes, Greek goddesses, Roman empires, like bloodlines, generations, dynasties. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how small we, we play every single day. And I'm like, we're at the pivot point with the generations that came before us and and those that will come after us. And what we decide determines everything. So like, we think we don't have pressure on our shoulders, but we do because we actually get to change everything. It's like what you decide to do today determines like everything that next shifts, whether, whether good or not. So it's like, how could I not play full out with that on my shoulders? And it's like, we actually know, like it's proven, like our generational lineage, like there are like trauma and stuff like that actually gets transferred. Mm-hmm. So it's like every decision that I make by not doing something, I'm actually shifting so many people's lives.
0: That's really interesting. You, um, you and I both talked about this too. We, we've gone from a hundred to, you know, really big cash funds and then realized we had to change. Like we had to do different things. Like Cause it wasn't yeah. feeling right. Even if everybody's happy and all the clients are paying and getting great, like if it doesn't feel right to us, we know that anything that's built off an illusion is going to crumble and fall. So like, sometimes you have to knock it down to rebuild it. And you and I were chatting on like, how like uh, both of us have gone through this where it's like, yeah, it was really high, like hundred K months. And then all of a sudden, like all of a sudden it went down to under 10, but like we knew it'd be okay. Because no yeah. matter what, we're dedicating our lives to this. Like we're still in it. Like yeah. we get up here before, we're going to do it again. And the, the problem is when you react, that's when you lose your power. Like you said, it's like, I'm fine the way I am, because like, it's going to be good. Like, and I don't know how it's going to happen. All I know is that like, I know I'm going to show up with intention and magic and miracles can come in any different way. And so like, I'm going to see it through. You have clarity on that. You're going to be here no matter what. So it's like, why react? I, I, cause I wanted to say this as we wrap up when that happened like going really high to really low, or even just having your $100 at one point now, maybe not during, but now, especially going through it again and again, do you see the beauty in it? Like, aren't, don't you like, aren't you so grateful for those like moments totally. where it, it defines you and it's like, it makes it feel so good when you're here. But also that's like, when you learn the most about your leadership and who you are and like, what, and that's how you get clear. Like when you're all like, everything's fluffy all the time. You're like, yeah, I don't even need to think about tomorrow because I'm just loving right now. But like, yeah. When you're like really down, it's like you really discover what you want because you know what you don't want because you're experiencing it, right?
1: Like all the no, things. 100%. I feel like, you know, the biggest thing was like, you know, making such a significant shift to be like, hey, 100 something thousand dollar months. Okay, back to 1000, back yeah. to two, back yeah. to like, it's very humbling to say the least. So, like, that was the first thing that it was actually so good for me because at that point, I remember, um, just thinking to myself, okay, you built a million dollar business, but for the wrong reasons. And it was this feeling of like, God just telling me like, that was just a practice. Like that was just oh, yeah. like, that was just a practice, but also recognizing that like, it detaches you so much when you don't have it. Well, it could do both. It could attach to you a lot more. And now you're freaking out just like you said, or it's this like detachment where you're like, I'm actually solid with and without, like, I remember When I had so many team members and I fired my entire team, essentially, and then I just had a VA, how crazy that was. And I realized, oh my gosh, like I don't even know what half my team is doing half the day. Mm -hmm. Like I know they're working on social media and this person's doing this, but I realized it was a comfort for me and I stayed in comfort because it was safe, it was easy, but I was actually coasting and I didn't take control back of my business until I did. And when I did, it was like, Well, now everything that you do is actually up to you. Your growth is up to you. If you want to show up, that's up to you. So it was like a complete next level version of who are you in your power? It was like a, it was a moment of like, here's the stage. Okay. Who are you going to be now? Like, it was like that sort of a a feeling. And I was like, well, (sighs) shit, I guess I have to step up to the plate now. I don't have team to back me up and do this anymore. I don't have money to back me up anymore. Like now I actually begin my leadership. And I feel like that was actually such a huge, such a huge breaking point for me. Just like it was when I made that investment and I had no money and I was like, yeah, but it's up to me. It was like the same thing again, but next level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's important that people hear that because it's not like we go up and up and up and up. Like, no. no. And there were times where you're getting stable that goes all the way up and all the way down, all the way up. And then. But now it's more like, ups and little downs because it, that's the law of rhythm. It's going to have to, but yeah. Um like the stock think, market.
1: It's like yeah, when you look exactly. at
0: the stock market, it goes Markets up. are bear. Markets are bull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's our, and we're running a legit business. I love that. Well, this was definitely an amazing conversation. Mary, I feel like I could talk to you all day. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your wisdom. And yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I feel like I vibe with you so much, but I feel like we're so different in so many ways. And I think like our energies together is just I feel like almost like a ping pong, like going back and forth, like watching our Mm -hmm. dialect, you know? So I'm interested to hear the uh, feedback from the listeners. Definitely let us know what you thought of today's show and make sure you reach out to Mary. She's definitely somebody that I trust that you're going to get amazing results with. You're going to learn so much with where would be the best place. And of course, like I said, we'll put the links in the description for people to connect with you, to learn more about you, to follow you.
1: I would say Instagram. Instagram is the best place. And I always tell people like when, when someone introduces me and they're like, what do you do? I'm like, just go to my content and you'll see. Yeah. You'll get a vibe.
0: I think that's the hardest thing. The beginning is like that elevator pitch thing. You're like, I, how do what, who am I today? Like, what are we doing today? Like, I don't
1: even have an elevator pitch. I'm like, there's no way that I can define myself in a sentence. Like my, no, just go to my content. You'll get a feel and you'll, you'll see all the sides of me, not just a 30 second. Here's my perception of what I think I am.
0: Right. Right. I love that. Well, we'll make sure to put the Instagram link below. And again, I just really appreciate you being here today and being an amazing guest. Thank you. Bye, guys. And to our listeners, acknowledge it, embrace it. See it through. Thank you for listening to the Inner Feminine Beast podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I check my reviews every week and each one truly does mean so much. So thank you. And also, if you want to keep the conversation going, be sure to visit my website, innerfemininebeast.com to join our communities and so you can also connect with women who are on the same journey. I can't wait to see you on the inside.